Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey Biddy. Trey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Poor. Well, I know you, based upon our conversation the other day, I know you talked to the Sports <laughs> Information Department. Scheduled. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that we got part of the information, not all of the information, but we got part of the information. So we now have a firm starting date, but then we mm-hmm. also – it was confirmed, more or less, when the spring game was to be played. And, of course, that day will also be set aside for the memorial to Dean Weber. And uh, then we also got some other little pieces of information about homecoming and so forth and so on. And and the uh, military, honor the military, the final game of the season, home, home game of the season against Louisiana Tech. That'll be part of senior day. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Trey, for at least getting us part of that information. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I got uh, Eric Musselman to do a midweek basketball press conference. Yeah, oh! I saw that too. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. Amazing. Yeah. I, haven't yeah. seen my, I haven't seen my yeah. emails yet. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am setting aside the entire day. But... I thought for sure that's what you were talking about. But Thank you. Thank as... you for that, Trey. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I get all this stuff done. Yeah, this is all me. Uh, as far as, you know, red-white game, it's just like we projected about a month ago with uh, uh, April 13th, you know, and then um, March 7th start date, which is a Thursday. That falls right in line with how they scheduled it last year. Uh, March So I would expect them to go March 7th, 8th, uh, that's Thursday and Friday, and then take the 9th off and then come back Sunday and then come back on Tuesday and then Thursday the 14th. So five practices and then spring break. Uh, starts after that so they get a week off plus both weekends i don't know why they always say like march 18th through 22nd is spring break it's i mean nobody thinks spring break starts on a monday yeah, <laughs> it starts right. on starts on a friday so they'll they'll knock off off after the 14th and let them go on spring break and then come back for every tuesday thursday saturday all the way up to the last week when they'll go again this is unofficial but this is so far everything i predicted on this has gone has been right but uh, that last week they'll go april 9th which is a tuesday april 11th thursday april 12th which is a friday and then hold the red white scrimmage on april 13th so that's um that's what we're looking at there um randy also got uh, some information on jersey numbers yes for next year well, starting this spring, I guess, but uh, for this season. Um, for some reason, they don't have Andreas Paskey on here, and they don't have Talon Green on here. But every other uh, player who has enrolled early – oh, there's Talon Green. They added him late, number 10. So, Talon Green is on there now. So, that gives them, um, I believe, all but Paskey. Let's see if he's on here now. Uh, I don't see Paskey yet. So all but everybody but the tight end so far. So that's um, some interesting numbers, I guess. Braylon Russell will be number zero. Selman Bridges, two. I don't know if you want me to go down the whole list. There's 26 names. So, um, <laughs> I mean, if it, it's all on Hog Sports if anybody wants to check it out. <laughs> okay. 
No, I mean, I, I, I don't know what I don't know what constitutes a notable number. Yeah, no, I was so excited when I saw that as well because uh, uh, we do wonder what these numbers are going to be for these for these players. You know, yeah. the other observation I made, Trey, in reading that particular piece of information, and um, I assume that was written by you as well because I actually printed both stories at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the upcoming spring schedule and then the numbers. But as you went down the line, so to speak, on um, the different players who wore the previous number, like from last mm-hmm. year, uh, Malik Chavis, as an example, wore number four, but has since transferred to UNLV. But mm-hmm. as you go down this list, it's it's pretty impressive where some of these guys landed uh, who entered the transfer portal. I guess I just didn't pay attention to where, like Anthony Booker, I, I don't I expected him to go back east. Instead, he went further south and west to Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was on here? <laughs> of course, we Story know Carter going to Colorado. Yeah. Pooh Paul going to Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Joey yeah. Sua, Arizona State. Yeah. Um, Jordan Crook, Arizona State. Jaheim Thomas, Wisconsin. Yeah, Jaheim Thomas, Wisconsin, playing for a former coach Crook, there. Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, not all these are uh, top 10 teams, but a lot of them are top 25 teams. They found yeah. some pretty good homes, it looks like. Yeah. Some of them definitely did find some good homes. Some of them haven't found any home. Uh, maybe Who is many. left that doesn't have a home? You know, uh, off let's the top look of your real head. Quick. Yeah, I can tell you real quick. All on the twenty-four-seven sports transfer portal. Um, let's see who we got here. So Ladarius Bishop's off to UNLV. Blake Ford has landed at North Texas. Um, I don't know if that's scholarship. Jaheim Thomas, as you mentioned, Wisconsin. Marlon Crockett. Um, the wide receiver uh, who was a walk-on here, he has landed at um, SFA, Stephen F. Austin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, K.J. Jefferson, obviously, at UCF. Joey Sua, Arizona State. Anthony Booker. Uh, Anthony Booker actually is um, – Anthony Booker's SMU, actually. I've got oh, that wrong. Okay. Um, it was it was Torian Carter who went to Texas Tech and then changed to Colorado. So I had, I had the wrong defensive tackle on that. So – I'll have to fix that. Malik Chavis, uh, UNLV. Raheem Sanders, South Carolina. A.J. Green, Oklahoma State. A.J. had actually committed to Tulsa before changing over to Oklahoma State. Devon Manuel, Florida. Sam Bakke is at – he went to some – I can't remember where he – I believe he ended up junior college or something. Um, Chris Paul, Ole Miss. Manny Powell, UNLV, Jordan Crook, Arizona State, Torian Carter, Colorado, Jalen Lewis, Temple, and I believe that's all the scholarship guys. There's a few other walk-ons like Hunter Talley ended up at Missouri State. Hmm. Bryce Stevens ended up at Arkansas. <laughs> Left and came back. Interesting. Uh, this from um, our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from the 870. Ask Trey why Eli Drinkwitz hates Arkansas so much. He is from here. What did the university do to sour him on us? Um, Is he originally? I know he went to school in Alma. Did he 
was he yeah. born and raised and everything? Yeah. I don't know, but he lived um, there a long time, and he's coached. He coached at Springville High School, and mm-hmm. it was with Gus Malzahn. Why is he? What's yeah. he said lately about Arkansas? Is this is this why a does, new thing? Or is why does Gus Malzahn back? hate Arkansas? Is he at Arkansas? No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's certainly not kind. <laughs> doesn't yeah. hate him. He wasn't very kind to Arkansas over the years. Um, no. I, no. I, you know, I think Drinkwitz is just that's his personality type, first of all, and secondly, he just uh, you know it's a rivalry, and he's just kind of embracing the rivalry. Um, you know, I try to help push it along a little bit, talking smack about Missouri, and it's hard to these days because um, Missouri football and Arkansas football have just been. I mean, what are they, eight of the last ten against Arkansas? Yep. Not good. It's just, yeah. just disgusting. There's just no re- – like, I can understand, like, maybe Alabama doing that. Um, but for Missouri to go, you know, eight of the last ten, that's just – Now, Troy, did he not – he was at what, App State at that time? Yes, one year. And did he not turn down an opportunity to interview for the Arkansas job? He had an opportunity, yes, and I guess felt like Missouri was a better opportunity. Yeah, turned so. it down. Didn't even didn't even give the courtesy of an interview. So I'm not sure. Um, but I'm asking again. I mean, you have to give him credit for what he's done. Yeah, I'm he's, I'm not a big Eli Drinkwitz fan. Obviously, I don't I don't care for him honestly. But um, he's done a pretty remarkable job at Missouri. Well, let's go back again, Randy. What? Has something happened in the last week or month that has prompted that? Uh, oh, we, I'm, we're, I'm, going, we're going I, back to last year. I am just simply Rick reading from uh, our buzz text line. This came in at five oh eight. There's nothing today. I'm aware of that's new. He, okay. The last thing I heard him, you know, kind of take a shot at Arkansas was uh, something about you know, but the other team has to win for it to be a rivalry. Didn't he say something just the other night though? At their when they. We're giving the borderline trophy or showing the borderline trophy off at the basketball game. <laughs> the battle line trophy. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Borderline. Um, battle line, borderline. No, it's, it's a full-on trophy. It's not a borderline trophy. It's an actual Ooh, I trophy. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure he did. I mean, again, that's just kind of his personality. Hmm. Um, you kind of touched on it, but I'm going to retouch on it because – uh, I do think the numbers are kind of neat. Uh, makes you wonder sometimes what the uh, thought process is. Now, how much of this, Trey, is promised in advance to a player before he lands on campus? Well, I think some of it is, absolutely. I mean, let's, let's for example, uh, you know, 55 is a fairly popular number for a lineman. Uh, Bo Lemmer had that number last year. Fernando Carmona wore that number 55 uh, at San Jose State, and he's still wearing it. Um, Anton Junkaj was number four at Albany and is number four now. So I'm sure there was probably something about, hey, you know, I get number four. Well, you bet you get number four. You know, <laughs> I mean, when you're in the recruiting process, I'm sure there's, um, you know, all that kind of talk. Uh, I'll say this. This is notable. Um you, Tevis Metcalf will be wearing number 24. Uh, 24 was the number that both Quincy McAdoo and Ladarius Bishop were listed at last year. Um, Ladarius 
has gone to UNLV, obviously. And Quincy McAdoo, our sources tell us that he's he's going to be headed towards medical hardship. Um, after I put that out, he kind of put a not so fast uh, deal out. But um, again, everything I've heard, even after that, is that that's where he's he's headed. So, um, when does he have to make so, a decision, or when does a decision uh, have to be made? I would assume it's got to be made before they have 85 players on campus who are on scholarship. Okay. Well, the number which isn't, which isn't right now, Randy. It, it won't be this spring. They'll be under the number, so I would assume it has to be made, um, you know, by the summer when they have 85 players on. Do they know? Does anyone know? Is he doing any kind of physical activities? Uh, he he put something out on social media of him, um, you know, in a weight room. So he's doing something. Yeah. But this is all about his neck, he, I don't know is what, it not? How much weight he's doing? But he was doing something. I mean, I think this was all about his neck. That's mm-hmm. really, really not an area you want to fool around with. Let's talk with uh, Ronnie. Ronnie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir, I do. Hey, I just wanted to get Trey's idea. Uh, you know, we got Bobby Petrino back in the house to be our offensive coordinator. Do Does he personally uh, think that spring training – is going to be wide open as far as the quarterback, or do you think we're probably Bobby's going to more or less focus on just maybe one or two, maybe from coming back last year? Um, you mean as far as the quarterback job? I, I think he's going to give everybody yeah. a look. I mean, they'll have enough players this spring. They'll have 78, something like that, players here. So they'll be able to two-spot, which means they'll run, you know, the first group and third group on one field and the – and the second and fourth group on another field. Um, and so everybody will get a lot of reps. Now, maybe they look at doing it different where they do one, two, and three, four or something like that so they can they – can, maybe he can get a better look all at once. But sure. uh, they're going to be able to give everybody a, a pretty good number of reps to, to get a good look at them. So I, I would think that, yes, while we would consider Taylor Green, Jacoby Criswell to be the front run, runners, I would – Right. Figured they would give Malachi Singleton a pretty good look, and and KJ Jackson, who by the way be wearing number fifteen, uh, he'll be here also, so he'll he'll maybe get a look a Very good. look too. But he would be he would be considered a long shot. It has been a while since they have started a true freshman quarterback at Arkansas. It's been a long time. Okay, that that that's uh, that kind of gives me an idea, and it, and uh, and it's encouraging to hear that all of them will probably get plenty of reps, so that. Uh, Bobby will be able should. to take a good look to see. They've got enough players on campus this spring that they should be able to to do as they call two spotting. So, well, that's absolutely encouraging. Reps. Yeah, okay. it's going to be an exciting Appreciate spring. It. Thank guys. you, Ronnie. I mean, I'm, I'm, are you guys not looking forward to it? You got Bobby oh, absolutely back in town. You got 26 newcomers on campus. You got a quarterback battle. I mean, those are those are all great storylines to start with. And who knows where things will go. I guess you haven't seen anything. There was nothing in there about the media giving any kind of no. access yet. No, they didn't really. I mean, it was really just, hey, this is when spring football starts. Right. This is when the red-white game is. This is homecoming. This is Military Appreciation Day. This is family weekend. And that was it. Uh, this aside, I got this from um, Mr. Randall Allison, who is the grandfather of Dylan Carter. He said uh, they had Dylan pitched to batters in the box for the first time in his recovery. He was real nervous about 
quote, the test, because how he pitched was going to say a lot to the coaches. It's text to his mother, Carmen, with how it went. 30 pitches, two strikeouts, two walks. Hobbs said everything was good. Changeup was a little too hard. Said walks will happen, not to worry about it. So that's very encouraging. Dylan Carter back on the mound, at least in a um, good. Hey, yeah, he's a good pitcher. Bullpen yeah. session today. Mm-hmm. So very, very encouraging. You said Taylor Green. You didn't have a number for Taylor. Ten. Ten. Okay. Was, yeah. For some reason, it wasn't up initially when I when I I just happened to get lucky on that. I was just I was working on you know a defensive back preview. I've gone through and previewed all the different position groups, and uh, I was about to start on defensive backs. And I, I I've noticed for a while they've had number zero Nico Davier listed as the only player on the 2024 football roster because they have you know they're they're building it out. You know, it takes some time, one guy at a time. And I just happened to get on there today, and I was like, oh, I think I'll look and see if they've got any new names on there. And lo and behold, they had all the newcomer numbers. So, um, but I guess maybe I was, maybe I saw it as they were adding them or something, and they didn't have Taylor on there, but he's on there now. The only one again who I haven't seen a number for is Paskey. So what happens to uh, Sorry, Xavier Sorry? He had you had him yeah. as ten. Yeah. He still ten. keeps ten. Oh yeah, you got duplicate numbers, Randy. You oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's on the yeah, defensive side. Ones. That makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I'm looking at a old story that I printed off at uh, 250. So, man, how things change in just a matter of moments. Um, come on. My pad's going to sleep on me. There's always questions for you, so I'll look at a different pad. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It's from Larry by way of our live fin feedback. Trey, is it possible to track how much NIL money Razorback Edge is bringing in and which sports being contributed to? Nope. Nope, it's not. <clears throat> I can tell you again that they're a little behind pace from last year. Now, you have to consider also Arkansas won basically stopped taking donations for a while there, and they didn't really have anything going. Um, so from what I understand, there has been a bit of transition period. Um, they're not quite up to the funds that they were last year, and they're kind of trying to get their ducks in a row. That's what I've heard from outside sources. So, um, you know, a bit, I don't want to say slow to get going, but um, still some catching up to do in terms of getting everything in order and making sure, you know, all the payments are right and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, Trey, this is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I asked Trey, what are the odds that Pittman retires after this next season and Bobby takes over as the head coach? Yeah, and I'm talking football, by the way. I'm not talking about basketball. Basketball, that rumor has been out there that players aren't getting what they were promised, and that's, that's not accurate. But uh, what are the odds that Bobby Petrino takes over as head coach? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in a perfect storybook, maybe that's the deal. I don't know that Pittman is – ready to retire just yet. Uh, you know, I, I do know that what his ultimate long-term goal is, is to get the program in order, get it in great shape, and pass it, pass it on to somebody on his staff. And this was, I know this from before Bobby Petrino was ever an idea of being somebody he would hire. That's before that. And the reasoning behind that is, you know, there are 65 people that, 
work at the university under Sam Pittman. And a lot of times, you know, the majority of those people be having to find new jobs and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, then you have to deal with when you have a, co- a coaching change, you're usually going to have a lot of roster turnover. And so I think what he wanted to do is get the program in great shape, get it healthy. Um, but I don't know that that was his plan like after last year or if it was his plan, you know, after this year or anything like that. I don't know that. I mean, Petrino and Pittman are basically same age, right? Are they pretty close in age? Yes, they are pretty close. <clears throat> You're right. I think Sam might be a year older than Petrino, but it's pretty close. Yeah, so it's not like he'd be like, you know, passing the job off to a young up-and-comer on his staff. You know, it's somebody his his age. So um, it's going to be an interesting football season, guys. I mean, this spring will be very entertaining just because of all the new faces and everything. But I cannot stop thinking about that trip to Stillwater and how important it is. And then a couple weeks after that, the trip to Auburn. I mean, those are vitally important games to Sam Pittman's future at Arkansas. Already got him circled, Trey. Already got him circled. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's TreyMediaFogSports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai and Genesis of Conway. Drive Time Sports continues. Slim 